Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues. Today's topic is lessons we learned from 2020 that we'll carry to 2021. Let's do this. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. It's the last one of the fucking year, and how fitting that it's just Aisha and I. <laughs> just the two of us. <laughs> Building those castles in the sky, just the two of us, you and I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Aish. Man, we started this podcast like a fucking four God. years ago or something. I don't even know anymore. So long. So <laughs> five, long five years. Holy shit. Yeah. Don't age us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just so no, how committed it's, it's we are. It's four now. and a half. It's four and a half because it was 2016. It was 2016. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Because I know it would happen right after Thing and I broke up. Ah. Oh, that is a good marker. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I uh, mark things in my brain. Right. I'm like, oh, that breakup happened in, right. uh, this year. Totally. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and so it's so fitting that in 2020, the year of everything going wrong that could right. go wrong until the end, um, that it's us again. Yeah, back to back base. to where we started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, you know, since it's us and times have changed, yeah. wait, 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 you know what? Because it's us, I'm already skipping through things. Cause uh, I'm like, this is my, well, one of my best friends. I can yeah, talk to her. Talking. Um, <laughs> guys, if you like this podcast, <laughs> uh, and you have loved what you've heard this past year, um, and before. Uh, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star rating or review and tell your friends that is the best thing you can do for us for 2021. It truly helps us. Please help us spread the word so we can, you know, help give some dating insight to uh, the world and sort of share the shit that we wish somebody told us, um, especially through some of our amazing guests. And we've had so many great ones this past year and we have some amazing guests coming up in 2021. So lots to look forward to. Um, also follow us on social media. We're at Kinda Dating Across the Board. Aisha? I am at Aisha Says Dance Across the Board. And I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok, Natasha Chandel Official on Facebook. Um, okay, 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 okay. Now I'm starting. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like... What's changed? Are you single or in a relationship or we're, what are you doing? <laughs> well, for me, that hasn't changed. Still single. I like this. I like to keep it consistent. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're always consistent. Yeah. Unlike me. Yeah. Nobody will you? be able to follow this. Going on. I've, I've been in a relationship <laughs> since before the pandemic. It is. Pandemic boo. <laughs> Who knows if it'll last after the pandemic? Maybe it was. Maybe it's just for the pandemic. <laughs> well, I mean, this might be for a little bit longer. So I know, right? So okay. that's what's key. That's the glue that's keeping us together. No, exactly. Um, it's been great. 
we just got very lucky that we met two weeks before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's been nine months, which is a lot in adult years. It is. If you think about it. Uh, but 2020 had a lot of shit go down. And, you know, we won't recap all the shit because it's shit. Mm-hmm. So what I do want to talk about though is how it has affected us I guess in our dating lives and in the way we view relationships because I think the biggest thing and you tell me a lot of the things I'm hearing from people is 2020 made people reflect a lot more on their lives what they want I mean I've seen a lot of people shift careers um even in love i mean stopping and pausing and going like have i just always sort of been on a you know like people just keep going and they're like the energizer bunny when it comes to dates dates and and then suddenly you can't right whether it was a lockdown or whatever and now people are starting to go out again and now we're back in lockdown so i don't know where yeah. we're at but people are dating and but i think a lot of people have stopped and been thinking about it like what about you yeah 100 percent. i mean i would say even in the past month or so all of a sudden i'm getting like, like random baby fever and i'm just like oh my god like i never ever like really? i'm always wanting kids, but i've never like had the like uh, you know <laughs> wow <laughs> Most Wait, tell me more what i mean it's like it's literally like i don't know i think it's like it's age it's um this year just thinking about stuff and i'm just like damn like that would be really nice you know yeah um, currently i'm working like in places where there's like a lot of babies and i'm just like oh my god you would be amazing with a baby like <laughs> i mean i hate to say this because i don't mean to compare the two but i always do is like you're so good with animals. It's true. No, it's true. You're so good with dogs. <laughs> and I'm always like, she's going to be an amazing mom because to <laughs> me, animals and babies are the same. Yeah. No, they're like hella basic. You know, they're like nature, nurture. Yeah. Vibes. And, and, yeah. and they don't have like weird feelings and they're super innocent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just love you unconditionally or they hate you unconditionally. But right. like, it's, it's just, you know. Yeah they rely on their instincts a lot more than we do. Exactly. That's what it is. They're usually very loyal. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you're a cat. Well, you know, they're loyal to their person. This is true. They are. They always come back. Yeah, they do. They do. Did you know that Kinda Dating Now has merch? Yep. We collaborated with tpublic.com to create t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, iPhone cases, and so much more. Picking up one of our items is a great way to support the show and grab some swag for yourself. So swing over to tpublic.com or follow the link in the description of this episode to grab yours today. So so you started having baby fever. I mean, you know this, which we'll talk about separately next year because uh, whatever, it's too much to discuss right now, but I froze my eggs Mm -hmm. and... uh, And so, but it's strange because a lot of people are like, so that means when are you going to have a baby? I'm like, I froze my eggs so I don't have to have a baby right now. Isn't that the (laughs) whole point? (laughs) Like, isn't that why I tried to do this? Mm -hmm. Um, What else has 2020 sort of made you think about? 
what else has 2020 made me think about? I mean, 2020 made me realize how much, uh, in particular when it comes to like romantic relationships, but also other relationships, but especially romantic relationships, how much I'm just like, I give, 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 you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't take a lot of time to receive, um, yeah. you know, I, uh, it came down to me thinking, do I even like really feel like I deserve it? So like, you know, there was a lot of like internal thoughts of where does this come from? Why do I do this? And a lot of time to like sit and think and just be in with myself and figure out not necessarily, I still don't necessarily know what I want, but I am closer to figuring out where the hangups are and, oh, there's actually hangups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember the, there's a beautiful quote by Rumi, mm-hmm. which I really think encompasses everything in life. But, but he says, your job or your task is not to seek for love, but merely seek out all the barriers you have built against it. Mm. Damn. And, you know, because wow. we're always looking for someone. Right. And what you said, we don't always know what we want. But I think if we figure ourselves out, we get much closer to that process because then we'll be able to just recognize it mm-hmm. more quickly. So do you think that you figured out if it's like a deservancy thing? I think that is definitely part of it. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't exactly figured out how to get over the like, extreme anxiety I feel <laughs> when it comes to it. I mean, this is the first year that I, you know, ventured into the apps and I did talk to some people, but I got to tell you, it was, it was hard. And I was like, this should not be this hard. I'm just like swiping and talking to people. Why am I like freaking out right now? <laughs> you know? So even like experiencing that was like mm-hmm. eye opening for me. Yeah. It, which surprises me a little bit sometimes because I think you're so good at talking to people. I feel like out of the two of us, when we used to work together, I was much more quiet that way and you're much more talkative and I'm much more talkative in other ways that you're very quiet. Yeah, Um, exactly. And so it's like at work, like I would only talk to like my five people. Right. And I smile at everybody, but I didn't really talk to a lot of people. Right. And you knew everybody. (laughs) I mean, it's a running joke. Aisha and Kimmy are always like naming me a person we used to work with. I'm like, who's that? (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem with talking to people and as long as it's not romantic. <laughs> so do you think that they fun. might be judging you as they're talking to you? Like, do you think there's more more at stake? I think so. Hmm. I think there's some subconscious fear of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it helps, just remind yourself that they're fucking strangers and they don't mean shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what I try to do. I, t- yeah. I you know, uh, it's easier that way. Or, you know, imagine them naked. That's the other one that everybody, <laughs> that I think that's for public speaking. <laughs> right. That never really worked for me. I find that so distracting to like yeah. concentrate on other people naked. Like I don't have that great an imagination. Yeah. It's way too distract. Cause now I'm thinking about, thinking about that and not. Yeah, exactly. What like what, to. what am I even talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, what I've honestly truthfully done is that whole fake it till you make it thing. Mm-hmm. Like that has worked more for me because I used to remember hating apps. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I met my boyfriend now on an app, which I even find strange because I'm not that good at talking to people on it. 
But I don't think I got as much anxiety. I think in the beginning, I felt a little bit weird. And so I used to do what you did. Mm -hmm. I would be on it for like two weeks and then just delete it. Right. And then not be on it for like a year and then go on it for two weeks and then delete it. Exposure <laughs> also, you know, it's just a, like in therapy, they call it exposure therapy. Mm. You got to do the same thing over and over sometimes. And then finally just sort of take the power out of it. Right. Maybe. Yeah. No, yeah, um, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I just have to do it. Mine has been a, a little weird, like relationship wise, because like on one end, it's so lovely to, to be with someone. I'm very lucky. I'm like, oh man, I don't know how I would have been if I weren't with somebody through a mm -hmm. pandemic. Um, at the same time, you know, I'm somebody so sort of work oriented that sometimes I've I literally don't know what to do with myself when I'm not working. Yeah. And so on um, one end, it's great that I have him. And then on the other end, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I could be doing work. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had to like, be like, stop being a fucking weirdo. Like, this is amazing. And, yeah. you know, or, or that idea of like, because now I go, well, what's going to happen when the world opens up again? Right. And... Like, how do you juggle mm -hmm. work, a person, and then your own independent life? Because, like, mm -hmm. we're both very, very independent. I think that's one of the reasons it works. But he's more like he'll meet a, a few friends here and there. I'm, like, introverted me. Like, have you seen the TikTok video that's where the girl goes, I really want to meet up, but I'm, like, mm, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the yeah. story of my life. Um so I'm just like, man, how, how am I going to, you know, you don't want to lose yourself. Right. At the same time as you want to lose yourself a little bit, you want to enjoy, mm -hmm. but find that sort of middle ground between everything. Right. Yeah. I feel like so, both of us have this like control thing, right? Because it's so funny to say that because I've had those feelings, but in reverse, because I'm single, obviously, but when I'm out doing stuff, I'm like, damn, if I was in a relationship, could I even do this? Like literally I've had those thoughts and I'm like, I should not be thinking these things. But no, totally. I, yeah. God damn. I would say the biggest thing for, for 2020 for me, the, the two biggest things were exactly what you said. Maybe we're both control freaks mm -hmm. and that plans don't go the way you want. Cause I think Every single person's plan on earth has been disrupted this year. Mm -hmm. um, and so that definitely now makes it hard for us to, like you and I have talked about this. We almost feel like you have 2021, P like 2020 PTSD, mm -hmm. where you're like, I don't want to make any plan for 2021 because I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember a tweet that I posted where I just said like, hey, remember when we were so excited about 2020? <laughs> oh, excited. Oh, my God. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then everything went to shit. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously, we're making a negative correlation. It had nothing to do with us or any, <laughs> or any amount of people in the world loving and want, you know, planning for 2020. Over I think that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that still doesn't like PTSD is a thing, right? It's mm -hmm. like you could be in a relationship and you know you didn't cause the problem, but you still have trauma from it. 
because mm-hmm. that's just you know that's just how the body works like we yeah. trap our trauma inside and the second thing for me which sort of comes back to your your baby thing was the, like time yeah. and and the attachment to time because you and I are also very work oriented and we love what we do and in entertainment you know there's always i can't even believe i'm saying this but this um obsession with youth yeah which like we're not old right <laughs> but i feel fucking old in comparison yeah. to like 15 year olds now and and then you go like shit fuck all the things i wanted to have gotten done mm-hmm. and and then you go like another year of your life mm-hmm. is gone yes and and i can only imagine the countless amounts of single people out there like including yourself who might feel and do you feel like this which is i lost another year to meet somebody 100% i feel that and then on top of that yeah this episode will air um i mentioned in a previous episode that i also have realized that i'm like identify as a queer person so now i'm <laughs> like okay i lost a year and i've lost multiple years to like rediscover who this is so there's like time yeah. There's a lot of anxiety around lost time. <laughs> and we're actually, uh, which I don't even think I've told you yet, but we, we're having a millennial therapist come on and the topic that we're doing is attachment to time. Oof. Okay. <laughs> to sort of help us get out of that. Oh, wait. No, it's not with her. It's with our friend um, Marissa Cohen. Ah. Do you remember? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the one we're doing with her. Um, but it's coming up, basically. Yeah. This was my, my point <laughs> with <laughs> my bad memory. <laughs> but it's like, so, so you know, for, for 2021, how are you approaching it when it comes to relationships and, and just generally, too? Like, are you making resolutions this year? I don't want to make resolutions. I've actually stopped trying to make resolutions for a while, not even before all the madness <laughs> happened. But I do have like, you know, things that I want to accomplish and like move forward and not repeat from this year. So, you know, I want to keep going career, move up career and not feel mm-hmm. stagnant anymore. I want to, you know, find a source of income that I'm not like fucking going around all over the place all the time. Mm-hmm. I want to you know, explore my identity romantically and sexually and all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know, it's uh-huh. even possible. Sexually. <laughs> you know, very that, important. That back half of 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all those things are, those are great sort of milestones yeah. to want to achieve. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, you and we've talked about this so many times before on the podcast. I, I'm not a resolution person in general. I don't, I don't like the idea of being, I also just don't like the, I mean, New Year's to me is probably my least favorite holiday of the year, Mm -hmm. but that's always just because I've never understood why we think one day (laughs) is going to change the trajectory of everything or why we need that future day to come to start something new. Right. Um, And so I'm always like, why don't we just do it now? Right. Um, Because, you know, there's that famous quote of like, if not, oh, what is it? Fuck, I'm going to screw this up. Not now. Um, or not. Yes, yes. That's it? Okay. 
<laughs> Wait, what does it say again? If not now, when? Yes. Okay. That's the one. You read my mind. This is why you're with me through everything. Um, yeah, that one. And uh, so I try not to wait for things. I mean, do I like the idea? Yeah, it's like a, it still feels like a nice fresh calendar start. But right. I've never quite understood why, you know, people need that. So instead of resolutions, for me... I also just decided I'm so goal oriented. Like I have to do lists on to do lists uh, in my house. I have a big whiteboard. I have a vision board. I have a mini whiteboard that tells me like, and I love crossing shit off. Yeah. And so, you know, I write so many things down just to also get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. But now I've, I've, I've realized, okay, I have this thing. I don't want to keep moving and adding more to this list that was just going to stress me out. So this exists and it's there. But what I really want to focus on is like qualities about myself that I might want to improve on. Yes. um, Versus a thing. Because I think that the qualities will then carry over to help me achieve those things. And a big one is letting go of time. Mm. So that is a huge one for me. And I'm scared to almost say it because one thing I sort of believe, which is like, I don't, you know, you know, I, I don't like talking about God on the show because I, I know some people out there don't believe in, right. in that ND. I do. I have no issues, however you believe. But for me, I always say, Whatever you ask of God, God can't like zap it to you. Right. But instead, he's going to put you in every single situation and say, choose that. So if you say, I want love, Mm -hmm. well, then God will put you in every shitty situation and say, choose love. And to say, this is not it. So choose it. You know, or if you say happiness, God will put you in every unhappy situation. That could be a job, that could be a relationship, that could be material something. And then it's your choice wow. to go, this doesn't make me happy and I, I need this thing. Mm-hmm. So I always get scared a little bit to say this out loud because I'm like, oh man, this means that this whole year I'm going to be fucking tested about time. Um, you know, and I'm going to have to choose every time to like let it go. Uh, and again, because I froze my eggs and I was trying to do what I felt was a responsible thing to plan in advance, I'm having all these people chirping in my ear, you know, being like, so when are you going to use it? What are you going to do? I'm like, I don't fucking know. That's why I did this. (laughs) (laughs) And, and to like go, even if you freeze your eggs, you have no idea what could happen with them. And so Obviously, I know that that's not a guarantee and then time is still going and I just have to like let it go because I can't like drive myself nuts or relationship milestones. Mm. You know, that's a big one. Like now I'm in a relationship and we're so good. Like we go at our own pace, but everybody else wants us to go at a different pace. Right. The people are like, so when are you guys going to do this? When are you got, I'm like, I, I don't know. We're not, we're good. We don't need yeah. a lot of these like 
it'll happen if it happens as it happens. Um, but you start, you know, thinking about time yeah, and, and rightfully so in a way too, like 2020, a lot, there were a lot of deaths mm-hmm. and you learn that time is finite. Yes. And so, I mean, that's, I think that's like my biggest one for this year is like letting go of time and unwork related. I mean, sorry, unrelationship related is um, to get to a point with work that I've gotten to with dating. Mm. Where with dating, I am pretty like, if it works out, great. Right. If it doesn't work out, great. And like with my boyfriend now, I would cry, mm-hmm. but I would be okay. And I know that. And I'm like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, But work, it's like, oh my God, if one thing doesn't go my way, I'm fucking uh, devastated for like two weeks. Yeah. And I just don't want to be like that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we work so hard on this podcast and then you it's always just a thing you you go up you go down you go up you go down you go like oh my god right all these like thoughts go through your head and you're you just have to be like all right well i don't i don't want to i don't want to be riding a fucking roller coaster anymore with that Mm -hmm. so like maybe it's more accepting yeah totally and just yeah being I guess, okay, with outcomes <laughs> that aren't what you've planned. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's such a tough one because you always go like, should you make a plan at all? Mm-hmm. And like Eckhart Tolle, my favorite fucking author, yeah. he talks about it a lot of like, yeah, you should you should have plans, but not to be attached to them. And I think his his concept of attachment is very strong and explains it well. That that's what brings us most of the pain is when we think, I mean, I don't know about you. I used to be like, I'm going to win an Oscar by this time. Oh, for sure. I had a whole timeline. hundred <laughs> percent. And it never goes that way. Nope. <laughs> and so, you know. Or, I mean, you see you see celebrities and people doing things so young and you go, like, that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. And then when that doesn't happen, you're like, oh, my God. Um, but it's really not that the, the plan hurt us. It's that we were so attached and attached our self-worth or our existence or whatever to that plan. Mm-hmm. And so when it doesn't get achieved, we go south. Right. Um, especially in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's another person involved. Right. And you can't control yeah. the other person <laughs> yeah. as yeah. much as we try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you think, I mean, so you have some things that you're going to focus on. Mm-hmm. Are there like actionable steps you want to take towards those things? That is a good question. What are some actionable steps I can take? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I mean, I guess the main one is what you were saying earlier with it, just like diving into it uh, and like dating, right? And just staying on the apps, fucking beating through my whatever fears, anxieties about it and just like doing it until, 
until I don't feel those things anymore. But you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, taking that first step is like <laughs> the hardest part, but that is an actionable step. I think also understanding, I, I think for you, a big, good, I think a really good thing would be to try to figure out what that anxiety is specifically about. So yeah, if it's yeah. again, if it's about deservancy, then that's the thing that you work on. If it's about rejection, which is a very common, um, normal feeling for anybody to go, I'm scared to fucking this, this makes me feel so awkward because if I'm talking and they don't talk back or mm-hmm. I've put myself out there and they're not saying anything or they ghost me or whatever, then it sucks. It's a shitty, it can feel shitty. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think when, when we know what that anxiety is, we can like sort of tackle it head on. Right. Do you think you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's funny for me, it's not necessarily the initial rejection. That's like scary. It's more like, all right, we've started dating and then it's the rejection. So I guess it's the Mm -hmm. like later on not wanting or not, you know, falling out of like love, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that part sticks a lot because (laughs) a lot of the times I'll like do things that like, make the conversation die just because I don't want to do it anymore. So it's definitely not like initial rejection. It's more. Because you're already anticipating that you exactly. think that's going to happen and you want to be the first one to do it versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that. But you know, one thing I'll remind you always that, that people always forget is like, you've gone through a lot of shit and you've come out of it and you've survived and you've been more than more than survived you've been great you've triumphed and you've grown and you've become stronger so it's like even if tomorrow somebody leaves us we're still going to be okay right because you've always been okay before mm-hmm. um and it's like if we just keep thinking like i mean i have to talk myself out of it with my boyfriend all the time where Sometimes my body clen- like clenches up because yeah. I think something reminds me of something mm-hmm. that happened with somebody else or, I mean, I'm still super fucking freaked out about talking about him. Mm-hmm. Like you guys as my closest friends have even seen a picture. Right. People, I don't even show pictures to other friends right. <laughs> that are not in like the very inner circle. And and he's so different about it, but he hasn't had the kind of trauma I've had. I'm very like, I don't want anybody's opinion. I don't want mm-hmm. anything. Like, I don't want to jinx it. And, you know, and in doing that, sometimes like I notice myself not wanting to talk about something or addressing an issue because I'm like scared of where it'll yeah. lead us. Right. Um, but, you know, my therapist is somebody who very much taught me a lot that it's better to, one, know those things and know that the right person will always sort of hold you and carry you. Right. And when somebody shows us that they're not the right person, it's just better for us to know that sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So that always like, even though it sucks in the moment, because you're like, fuck, I just wanted this person to be the right person. I don't want to go back out there again and start this journey again. 
it kind of gives you a little solace because you yeah. go, somebody's right out there right. for us. <laughs> yeah, agreed. And I do believe that. So that's helpful. <laughs> but it is hard in the moment. Yes. And so that's the time, like, it's good to just keep, like, stopping and remind. Remember I keep saying, like, like that God story? It's like it becomes a choice every time. Like, every time you're faced with it. And and if if you're asking God to say, like, God, help me find myself, then every situation will be, that has to be your choice. It has to be you choosing that through the situation, I'm going to find myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to find yourself, you have to go through like so much fucking, it's like an obstacle course in the military. <laughs> you know, you're like going through the fucking mud, you're like under electrocuted fucking fences. Yeah. Like, yeah. and at the end, you'll find it. Right. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> um, I think another big one for me has like, again, with the time thing, fuck. Is also like valuing my time. Mm, yeah. Which was like hard in 2020. In one end, we had so much time. Right. <laughs> and then another of like, how are we using that time? Or how are we, yeah, just sort of valuing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing for me in a, is I try to connect with everybody pretty well. Our fans, our you know, listeners, anybody who tries to reach out to me, um, people send me lengthy emails and messages, and I take time and I like respond. And I've had to learn that I can't respond to everybody, mm-hmm. and I can't, um, I can't just go back and forth. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's gonna make me feel depleted right. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. or I just wake up and I'm like, oh my god, half my day just went, and now I need to write, right? <laughs> and, and then I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> um, and so it's it's a lot of discipline. So that's like a big thing too for me for 2021 is discipline mm-hmm. of how to manage my time and to like really stick to it where I come first. Right. For myself and and uh and then I can prioritize like my closest people first and then everybody else. Right. Which is hard. It's hard for me to say because I'm always like, no, I don't I want to be available to everybody. And I'm like, I can't like yeah. go crazy. I'm just one person. <laughs> yeah. And Twitter, man. What the fuck? <laughs> a lot of tweeting. <laughs> Lots of tweeting. Yes. <laughs> uh, are there parts of 2020 that you're grateful for? I mean, it's like weird to say, but I, despite all the shit, I am grateful that we went through this because, I mean, you know, obviously I wish people didn't have to suffer and all that, but it was definitely eye-opening in so many ways, not just personally, but like, even how I view the world and our society and our country, you know, all that stuff, it's just completely reshaped my thinking and like how I think of myself as a part of this like one human unit. Um, 
So I, I, I don't, and I don't think I would have stopped to think about it before. I was just very go, 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 go. Um, so I am grateful for this time to, I guess, really see through the bullshit, my own bullshit, the bullshit that's been fed to us, all the bullshit. So mm-hmm. that has been helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a huge one. I, I truly think that's what I'm also grateful for, which is like the year has been tough. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all had our ups and downs through it and heavy, heavy, heavy downs. Mm-hmm. Um, very few highs, but, yeah. you know, deep downs. Um, but I really am grateful for some. I was grateful that things slowed down. Mm-hmm. I was because I also like you and we live in L.A., and we're in entertainment and so much of our business is networking. And, and I, I mean, I was out all the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. yeah. You and I were like out mm-hmm. and I'm just like, wow, I, I could just sit at home all day. Like I don't need to go <laughs> anywhere. And like, I just love that there was an excuse for that. Mm-hmm. And that there was an excuse for me to sometimes just sit and fucking watch TV all day right. or an excuse for me to just sit and write or be creative. Like this year I did a lot of creative work and that was mm-hmm. really nice. Um, some Sometimes more than others, but uh, I'm almost like I, I 100% want the world to open up. I really do. At the same time, I'm like, I hope it can be at like a decent pace. I don't want to go yeah. from like zero to a thousand. Right. Like that. I think that's what, what hit us so hard. Right. We were at a yeah. thousand and then went to zero mm-hmm. in like three days. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh? And I don't want to go again from zero to a thousand. Yeah. I would just like, like zero to, you know, 500 and 2000 I don't yeah. even I have passed the thousand already but you know what I mean like yeah. slow a slow rollback to whatever just a, the slow burn gonna be. yeah yeah mm-hmm. which I think is what's gonna happen oh it has to, to be honest because of vaccines but right I think I'm also really grateful in a weird way that we've all gone through this together mm-hmm. like there is something insanely strange yes that you can say in this point in time, there is not a single soul on this earth who has not been affected by this pandemic firsthand. Right. Everyone, Mm -hmm. even if you were a newborn baby, yeah. Your life has been affected because I'm sure the way your parents had to give birth and all the stuff has had to be different and changed and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's such a crazy thing to say and something so beautiful about it too that you go, wow, there's, there is an actual experience that we can all say we've all been through. Right. Yeah. And yet, the way the universe has created it is like, even though there's this one universal experience, we're all having our own experience within the universal experience. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. And that's kind of crazy and beautiful to me. Yeah. And so for the first time, like, I think I've been pretty acutely aware of the world and things around me um, for a long time, but but it was almost like kind of nice to see people waking up a little and you go, oh, yeah, wow, people are starting to see things that they didn't about themselves, about others, like you said, about your place in the world, mm-hmm. what you want to fight for and not fight for. Exactly. Who matters, who doesn't matter. And as, as hard as that is to go through, I just think there's something kind of beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. It definitely makes you feel less alone whenever yeah. you're like in the sort of COVID pandemic spiral that happens at least three times a week, probably. <laughs> One of the things that's like, you know, stops me from going all the way through is like all right you're not alone in this like this is all of us totally breathe out (laughs) and we will all come out of it together we will except those fuckers who don't want to take the vaccines no i'm kidding (laughs) that's a lot of (laughs) that's a lot of (laughs) it yes i don't really know what that means (laughs) i don't either i don't either yeah <laughs> i know a few of them I, I know i would say most people i know really and i'm just oh, like fucking poke me literally i'm like when, when do i go <laughs> i'm like i've had so many medical procedures done to this body i'm like give me that who gives a fuck exactly, literally just i'm like don't out. worry about it <laughs> um i mean for the for our friends listening if anybody out there is worried because this this did come up on my uh Facebook, I had a friend be, you know, send me a thing going, some people got Bell's palsy from the the vaccine. And I had to, you know, just sort of like, I'm not judging anybody if you, if you're an anti-vaxxer for health reasons or whatever, you're allowed to do whatever is right for you. What I would just say is if you're worried about it because of some adverse effect to your body, I'm like, you can wake up and get Bell's palsy. Right. My girlfriend literally woke up and half her face just wasn't moving. And no, nothing happened to her. It's just, it happens to us. And you take two weeks steroid and most of the time you're fine. Right. Or, you know, people who are like, oh, somebody fainted. I'm like, people faint a lot from getting needles every day. I know because I just had to do like 18,000 shots to my stomach. And my best friend in Toronto also did it. Mm Mm-hmm at the same time and she was like she she would cry after taking every shot and she was like are you okay during the hormone shots do you do you need any like support i'm like for what yeah i'm completely the opposite i'm like i've been having to like shoot myself up with b12 shots because it doesn't absorb my body since i was like in college so i'm like i'll just (laughs) myself i'm like whatever give me that vaccine i'll give it to myself i'm like i know how to do this um so, like, you know, that's another thing. And then anaphylaxis. People are worried about, like, right. oh, what if you get anaphylaxis? I'm like, again, you can get anaphylaxis to anything. Yeah. I have it to a regular antibiotic. I found out the same oh, harsh way. I took right. an antibiotic. I suddenly couldn't. My lip blew up and my yeah. throat closed. I was like, oh, I can't breathe. And they rushed me back to the doctor and mm-hmm. popped me with the Benadryl again and another shot. Right. And I was fine. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it sucks. It's scary 
for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, but then you're fine. And so most of those reactions have been that. And so I would just sort of put that in perspective. And, you know, for any health people, I'm like, you take Advil. (laughs) Literally. Everything. (laughs) Even the food you eat that you think is organic is not organic. I know because I'm Indian and I know what the actual size of food is supposed to be. (laughs) When you go to India, you see like apples they're like this tiny tiny? (laughs) that's so crazy and you're like oh this is real this is a real apple and then you come here and they're like gigantor (laughs) it's like optimus prime right (laughs) (laughs) of apples i don't know how we started talking about this but you know i just want to say like you and i are going to be first in line 100 percent. as soon as like the gin pop is allowed to get them i will yep (laughs) i'll pay extra money i'm like just give me the vaccine Exactly. <laughs> Are you looking forward to 2021? I am looking forward to 2021. Yes. Um, I guess I'm just looking forward to, for sort of the reasons that we said, because if there is a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like there is going to be an end to this eventually. <laughs> so I am looking forward to that. There are some of the lessons and things that I'm starting to discover about myself from this year. I think I'll be able to carry into next year and sort of, you know, implement and figure out, all right, what are next steps? Okay. I have this anxiety. What do I do to solve this? anxiety? you know what I mean? So like once I've identified this year, I've identified the problems. So I'm looking forward to the next year, which will be, all right, what are the next steps? Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I really love that. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic for sure about 2021. I think in general, um, I I believe a lot in collective consciousness. And I I think Mm -hmm. I had said this before, where in 2016, when everything went south um, with a person's election, I noticed the world changing oh because a collective consciousness comes down and when when so many people are not feeling good the world reacts to it because we're all energy and everything around us is energy and so i now notice a shift in consciousness Mm -hmm. and so i'm hoping that that will bring you know more positive sort of things coming yeah um Cautiously optimistic. Um, I'm here for that. <laughs> and yeah, I th- I am. I'm looking forward to just an energy sh- change, just yeah. a little little shift. Uh, I think the one thing we all have to sort of remind ourselves is shit's going to happen every year. It's not just. I mean, 2020 obviously was like a shit show, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know things are going to keep happening. And we have to like learn to sort of roll with some adversity as it comes to us and not let it be the thing that brings us down. So right, for like right. daters out there who are like, 2021 is going to be my year. It might not. And it's okay. And that has to be okay. Yeah. You got to just be like, but you're making progress. Yes. And, and that's what matters is that you're not the same person that you were yeah. a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not, you're doing something right. Right. Exactly. 100%. I mean, look at it. We Zoom dated. Who would have ever thought? Who I thought? know. <laughs> and you 
when I hate hate oh my FaceTimes. This was made for us. <laughs> this was God going, all right, well, here's a test. Not saying it. <laughs> yeah, we we got that smacked in our face we hard. We did. I've definitely done more FaceTimes and Zooms. Yes. Than ever before combined, like ever. I could have probably counted on one hand how many times I'd FaceTimed before. Same. One hundred percent same. And now I'm like, oh, you know, this isn't so bad. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Well, now I also just don't give a shit that anybody sees me in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is all of our lives all the time now. Yeah. Like, I literally only wear makeup and nice clothes for TikTok videos. <laughs> right. I don't, even, I don't even wear it to see my boyfriend. I'm like, forget <laughs> it. He knows yeah. what I look like. Right. And there it is. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, Aish... I love you, and I'm I'm grateful that we have uh, another year behind us of experiences that we've been able to watch each other grow from. Yeah, same. I love you and your support, and you know the listeners love you, and you're such a force. And I'm always like, uh, give me some of that. So you are that. You are that force. You don't even need <laughs> me to give you any of that. You legit are that. I mean, I tell everybody, I'm like, follow Aisha on fucking social media because she's a shit. Like, <laughs> you already have it. You just need to see that. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, accept it. <laughs> write that in the book. My therapist tells me to take a compliment and write it in a book. And anytime somebody says, she goes, put it in the book. Oh, I like um, that. That's a good idea. So put it in your little book. Yeah. Um. And, you know, to all of our listeners, we're always so grateful for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Truly, I mean, wow, fuck, four years running on five. Yeah. (laughs) And you guys have stuck through with us. And I hope that we have uh, entertained you, but also helped in some way. uh, If that just meant identifying Some things that, you know, we've all gone through before um, with no judgment and uh, and know that we forking love you guys. And we really, really hope that 2021 brings you closer to whatever it is that you are looking for. Yes. Aish, you could say whatever you want to (laughs) say. Thanks for riding with us. The guys, the peeps who've been here since day one, the peeps who have just joined, all of you guys, we love you. Uh, you know, let's keep doing this. Let's keep doing this. Let's doing keep this. doing this. <laughs> Aish, you know, we haven't done this in a long time. We have it. Six questions. Ooh. <laughs> Drink your wine and then answer that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Take, take a sip of my wine. <laughs> I, I want to see Aisha's real answers. <laughs> You know, listeners also, I think like they think that you're really because on the show, you've opened up a lot more now, you know, (laughs) and so I think people always thought that you might be shy. And I'm like, you guys got to come out with Aisha. I'm like, this girl is not shy. She is like wild. (laughs) The thing is, I'm a Scorpio dancing queen. I talk about myself a lot. Okay. (laughs) 
well, now we're making you. More, yeah, and it's awesome. Because <laughs> we love to hear about you. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Aisha, here are your six questions because you are going to talk about yourself some more. All right, here we go. Okay. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Okay. So I guess it's, it's a better word for swag. It's just like vibe, mm. you know, like, just yeah, yeah. All, like cool, but not like I'm trying to be cool. Just like, I guess it's confidence. I think that's what it is. It's confidence. Yep. confidence. Yes. What is one deal breaker? A deal breaker is somebody who is unwilling to change, whether that be their mind about something or an attitude or an opinion. Mm-hmm. Someone's very stuck in their ways. What turns you on? Oh, gosh. What turns me on? Um, Somebody who is, who can make me laugh. Somebody goofy. And mm. like not afraid to like look silly. Yes. <laughs> Love that one. We need that right now. Uh, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Uh, my strengths. I think that hasn't really changed. I am, um, you know, I'm here for you. I am. Um, I'm in the relationship. I am a rock. I will hold you up when you were down. Um, and then weaknesses will be advocating for what I want, mm-hmm. you know, communicating my own feelings. Um, yeah, just standing up for myself, really. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so sad. <laughs> no, it's very common. <laughs> what is love? I think love is. It's a combination of, this is going to sound weird, but like chaotic energy and like calm, but not like chaos and like fighting, but chaos and like, you just feel like it's like, you just want to, mm. like a magnet, literally, like you just want to be with this person, but also this person just makes you so fucking calm. And, I love that. You know? So it's like a, it's a yin and yang of peace and chaos. Yeah. Fuck. I love that. Um, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? I got you. Yes. <laughs> that one stays the same. You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know? <laughs> I love it. Aish, we did it. We Another did year it. down. Yes. Another year down. Wow. Friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And once again, happy new year. Woo-hoo. Have a drink for us. I've been three months sober because of my fucking thing, and now I'm gonna go crazy. Girl, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, how can everybody find you on social media, Aish? You guys can find me on literally every single social media platform there is available at Aisha says dance. Yes. And we are at kind of dating across the board. So please make sure you follow us. And I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha Chandel official on Facebook and Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok. Um, guys, uh, 
Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you could please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating or review, we would be so grateful. And also, tell a... Tell a friend. And tell a friend. A friend. Um, also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, Aisha, you say it. We know it's tough out there. But everybody... Just try. Till next time. <laughs> we did it. And it's midnight here. Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Our producer is Adam Pineless, and our intern is Karina Uribe. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yenick and K. Daniel Ellis.